ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Work Day Physique. I'm your host, Ajitesh Kogoi, and in today's episode, we are discussing why 12-week transformations are misleading and a total waste of your time. So if you're someone who has been looking to lose weight for a while, you must have come across these transformation photos. Usually, 12-week transformation is the most common product that is sold by personal trainers, dietitians, uh, fitness coaches, or you could have come across these photos on someone's website. So all of these things, uh, it's usually to sell you the idea that you can achieve something significant within 12 weeks, which is uh, not a lie. But the way transformation pictures work is that they create some kind of a re- unrealistic expectation in people's minds that you can achieve something truly dramatic, go from zero to 100 within 12 weeks, which is not the case. Okay, uh, a few things to know here. The more dramatic the before after shots, usually the more inauthentic is the transformation and the more unethically manipulative it is in terms of its marketing. So if someone has gone from completely overweight and out of shape to someone who is in beach body shape, Within 12 weeks, there are a few things going on here. Firstly, that person has not done this for the first time. Uh, secondly, usually the before photo has been taken in very unflattering conditions. That is, the person has probably eaten, uh, is slightly bloated, bad lighting. So they're made to look at their worst, um, at their worst kind of shape for the before before picture. And in, in the after picture, they have been uh, asked to not eat or drink in the morning before taking the shot. Take the shot in flattering lighting with good quality cameras and preferably after a muscle pump so that they look athletic, fuller and ripped. Okay, so that is going on behind the scenes. But you as a beginner might not be aware of that. So when that is presented to you, you feel like you can achieve the same thing. But you don't know that that person probably has years of experience beforehand. And they're probably already from an athletic background. They probably uh, went off track for a while and then they came back and did this crazy transformation, which has also been manipulated by using these various means. And now you feel like you should be able to do the same. But that is not going to happen. This is just unethical marketing tactics, which are not in your best interest. And usually coupled with these pictures are packages like summer transformation, a wedding transformation. This is just easy way to get you to buy things which are not useful for you in the, in the, in the long run. All right. And it's not to say that you cannot make progress, significant progress in 12 weeks. You will make significant progress. And that is not always a number-based outcome. You will make number-based progress as well. I mean, usually uh, in seven months, That is what I recommend for a dedicated transformation period. You can lose anywhere up to between 10 to 25 kgs, depending on where you're at currently, what your lifestyle looks like. But anything less than that really is too short of a time frame to guarantee any kind of progress. All right. Because anything that is worthwhile in terms of fitness, it takes time. It takes time to build those habits, build those systems, change your lifestyle. So it cannot happen within that short time frame. And if you're signing up for a program that is 
packed into 12 weeks, your first uh, goal should be not to lose as much weight as possible, but to change your foundational habits and behaviors so that even after the program is over, you can continue to implement those long term. But when the main attraction of the program is before after shots that happen within a period of 12 weeks, uh, that is not how the program is structured. So when the program becomes time bound and the person providing the program wants to get you a dramatic weight loss transformation, they're going to put you on a hyper restrictive diet. All right. This is where the term diet plan comes in, because frankly speaking, you don't really need a diet plan to lose weight unless you have some kind of a medical condition and your doctor has recommended that you should eliminate certain foods. Otherwise, you don't really need a diet plan. I mean, you would know people in your life who are at a healthy weight or who have managed to lose weight on their own. They don't eat according to a diet plan. They manage to achieve that result because they change their fundamental habits around food and exercise. That is it. And that is what you should be aiming for as well. Not trying to follow some kind of weird diet plan to get a short term result. So if you're trying to get a time bound result within 12 weeks, you'll be put on a restrictive diet plan, hyper restrictive diet plan. And usually uh, the coach or the dietitian or the trainer, whoever you're working with will become a drill sergeant and they will enforce tools like shaming. They will enforce tools like talking down to you, um, telling you that you are responsible for not being able to adhere to the diet, making you feel bad about yourself, making you feel like you're broken. And that creates an entire negative experience around the process of losing weight itself. So it is not just negative from the point of view that you're over restricting yourself to a way of eating that you're not used to, but also that it creates this negative association in your brain towards diet and exercise. So after the program, it's less likely that you will actually stick to whatever you're doing long term because it was such a bad experience. Now, there is a time and place for acting like a drill sergeant. So if someone is working with athletes or if you're working with someone who has been had been training for a long time, but they went off track, put on some weight, you want to get them in shape. And they are looking for a different kind of result, all right? They just want to get back on track. And usually for these people, it's quite easy to regain the muscle that they have lost, get back in, get back in shape. It's due to a, a phenomenon called muscle memory because your body has already been in shape before. It doesn't take a long time to regain that shape back. In fact, uh, January 2022, I stopped all forms of lifting weights. Uh, my diet was not that much on point and I went out of shape all right until october 2022 when i resumed back lifting and eating according to plan and i documented this process uh, on my blog you can go check it out at workdayphysic.com blog it's there i think it's the second post from the top right now at the moment of recording this podcast and you'll see the dramatic change that i that i went through because firstly it didn't take me long to get back on track and secondly uh I had already been in shape for a long time. All right. I've been working out since 2010, 2011, and my body is just used to carrying that much of muscle provided the external stimulus in form of lifting weights is there. So if that is there, if I'm eating enough protein, if I'm eating enough food, I will be in shape. 
It is that simple. But that is not the case for someone who is just starting out. And if I was to portray my transformation over a 10-week period, a 12-week period as something that is achievable for you, and to actually even amplify that effect by taking my before picture when I'm uh, after I've eaten a meal in bad lighting and then take my after picture in with a body pump after I have lifted weights with very good lighting, it'll just not be fair to the people who are looking at a picture and expecting that they too can make a transformation like that. That's not going to happen, but that is exactly what most of these personal trainers uh, online do. That is, they put out pictures, not even online, even in gyms, sometimes they put out photos of uh, people who have managed to achieve crazy results. But this is what's going on behind the scenes. Now, the other problem with 12-week transformations is that because they put you on such restrictive protocols, which are so drastically different from what you're used to doing um, on a day-to-day -day basis, you don't really build any long-term habits because the habits that have gotten you overweight are the habits that need to be changed in order to get you to a healthy weight and in order for you to sustain those results long-term. So it is not a top-down approach that would work. That is putting you on a diet plan which cuts out carbs, which introduces foods you don't even like to eat. So how do you plan to keep eating those foods after the diet is over? Because the process that you use to lose weight is the same process that you have to follow to maintain that weight loss. It is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. So ideally, you would incorporate the same foods that you eat on a daily basis with small changes, reduce portion sizes, and work with that framework to learn the principles that actually determine uh, you staying at a lower body weight. So that means learning portion control, learning portion sizes, learning how to plate your meals with the foods that you currently like, and using that to progress towards your goals, not completely overhauling the entire system, overhauling your entire life and starting to drink only smoothies, uh, eating only one meal a day, cutting out entire food groups. So that is not sustainable long term. It could give you a short term dramatic weight loss drop, weight drop, because there would be this drill sergeant who is screaming at you on the phone or uh, shaming you for not being able to do something. So that may work short term. But once that guy is gone from the picture, you'll go back to your old habits because you didn't do anything to address the habit part of the picture in the first place. And also, after you have actually completed the 12 week period, you'd see that you did not quite achieve the same level of transformation that some of those people in those photos had achieved. And this is going to happen because you don't have the same kind of background that those people came from. The most, the craziest transformations that you see, you just don't have that same background. And the trainer or the coach will justify it by saying that, you know, you were just not disciplined enough. Uh, you didn't put in the work, so it's completely your fault. It will also lead to 
you developing some kind of distrust towards the process that something's probably wrong with me, that I'm not disciplined, something's probably wrong with my metabolism. That could also be a blame that's put into your head by your trainer. And, uh, but the reality is that it is not your fault. You just went in with unrealistic expectations. And instead, if your trainer or coach had grounded your expectations to begin with and not used unethical means of marketing to get you into the program, you would have been pretty satisfied with the kind of progress you would have made. All right. And you would have probably actually learned something during the 12 weeks and kept progressing on your own uh, for the next five to 10 years, 20 years, how many ever years you want to keep losing weight. Okay. At a gradual pace. Okay. Maybe not 10, 20 years, but like 10, 20 years of fitness. I mean, not, not just weight loss, but, uh, since you did not do that, you just go back to your previous habits and nothing changes after 12 weeks. And the next thing you do is like after a few months, when you feel sick in your body, you want to lose some weight again, you hop on another such 12 week program, seeing more before and after pictures and the same story repeats over and over. So if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So if you're trying to get in shape, if you're trying to lose some weight, what are the things that are actually important? All right. It is not losing as much weight as possible within 12 weeks. That is not what is going to give you lasting results. What is actually important if you're starting out is starting from your core motivations and your core beliefs. All right. So why are you trying to lose weight? That is important. If you're doing that to attend some wedding, to look good for the summer, these are not really long-term sustainable goals because once that wedding is done, once summer is over, you'll not have any motivation to sustain that long-term. You really need to figure out a deeper why for why you want to lose the weight that you want. Okay. So you need to work upwards from that and not fix your weight problems from a top-down approach by enforcing some kind of rigid diet structure. So once you do that, you need to start by fixing your food environment. So what is making it so easy for you to snack at your, uh, at odd hours? All right. Are you storing snacks near your work desk? Do you have snacks available easily in your pantry? Do you have food apps, uh, installed on your phone? What is going on? All right. Do you have the right routines that align with your goals? So if you're someone who wants to, uh, create a regular routine of going to the gym, do you have that slotted in a permanent, uh, time slot? In your daily routine, do you have that? If you don't have that, why is that the case? Is your gym located too far away? Can you work out at home? So what works best for your lifestyle? You need to figure that out. You need to learn tools to navigate things like weekends, travel, because these things are bound to come up. If you just go into a 12 week program that is rigid, doesn't allow for any kind of travel, any kind of weekends, when those things inevitably come up down the line, how will you handle that? Because like I said, if you don't do the things that got you to your weight loss goals, you will not maintain the results long-term. You need to figure out your triggers for overeating. So do you have stress eating tendencies? Do you have emotional eating tendencies? Why is that happening? Are you addressing those things? Because at the surface level, really, if someone just makes you stop eating altogether, forces you not to eat anything and just keeps you surviving on water, you will lose a bunch of weight. It is not rocket science. 
okay weight loss is all about eating less moving more i can either make you move more to an insanely high degree or i can make you completely cut off all food intake for a couple of weeks and you will achieve weight loss but is that sustainable you need to ask yourself whatever diet i'm following right now can i do this for the next 15 years okay if it's not sustainable if you have not learned any tools to navigate different situations in your life if what you're trying to do is drastically different from whatever you have been doing if everything is being fed top down in a drill sergeant approach without letting you come up with the solutions then this is not something that will last long term because every person is different a top down approach does not take that into consideration it's a rigid framework imposed from the top and that is not sustainable long term because you will have your own eating preferences you will probably enjoy a different number of meals every single day some people like to have three meals some people like to have eight meals so how do you incorporate that into your program to make it a permanent lifestyle change that is what you really want to focus on if you want to get permanent results that is it for this episode of work day physique thank you for listening you can follow and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss out on future episodes leave a five-star rating and review if you're a repeat listener and share this episode with one friend who you think will find it helpful i'll see you again very soon until then stay tuned stay safe and stay consistent <laughs>